Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Nothing stays the same. Everything must change. Change itself is an inevitable part of life. Seeds change and mature into plants. Babies change and mature into adults. And even oysters change sand into pearls. No matter what the change is, it will occur. And in some instances, should occur and needs to occur. Change itself is always triggered by something. And no matter what, there is always that precursor to change. A coal requires pressure to evolve into a diamond. A seed requires a certain degree of internal pressure in order for the sprout to break through the seed barrier. And finally, as we grow and stretch into adulthood, we may even experience the pain or pressure associated with bone growth and development in our joints and even in our mouths as they change to accommodate either baby teeth or permanent teeth for eating. Pressure and pain will always effectuate a change of some sort. So is it fair to say there will always be some level of discomfort associated with a change? Scripture tells us in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, the New International Version, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Amen. So if you hadn't figured it out by now, what I'd like to talk to you about in today's episode is the whole idea of change, but more importantly, how a certain level or degree of discomfort is always necessary to effectuate a change. And whether that discomfort comes in the form of pain or pressure, it is still necessary to bring about the desired change. So to better flesh out that discussion or this discussion rather, I like to focus on two points. The first being that no matter what, we can never change without discomfort. And the reason why that is, is because so long as you remain comfortable or in a state of comfortableness, there will never be a desire to change. There will never be an impetus or push or nudging to effectuate any change. In fact, if we feel comfortable and we are comfortable, we want to tend to stay in that place of comfort. It's not until things become uncomfortable that we begin to seek alternative methods, alternative ways, and alternative thoughts on how to do things. So in order for that initial push to take place, in order for that initial nudge to take place, in order to cause in us or stir in us the desire or actual need for a change, we must first be brought to a place that is uncomfortable. How that is accomplished can look different for different people. 
It really depends on the individual. It really depends on the pressure points for that individual. And more importantly, the change that God is trying to effectuate or wants to effectuate for that individual. And I dare say, the longer we resist the urge to change and stay in the place that God may be trying to move us from, the more difficult it will become for us in that particular place, doing whatever it is that God's trying to change, thinking however it is that God may be trying to change, or even speaking what God may be trying to change. So again, and I say again, at the end of the day, when it comes to a change itself, it cannot happen, it cannot occur, and it will not occur unless we are put in a position to force it to occur. Hence the entrance of trials, hence the entrance of pressure, hence the entrance of pain to whatever degree God may feel is necessary to change the thing on the inside of us that he is desiring to change. And so in the process of going through the trial, in the process of going through the tribulation, in the process of experiencing the pain or the pressure that is being applied to take you out of your comfort zone so that now you are put into a position to where you really have to trust and rely upon God because you've now been brought to a place that is uncomfortable. You've now been brought to a space that is not familiar. And so the tendency here in this particular place is to look for help, to seek out guidance, to seek out counsel because it is human nature and it's human tendency to always desire to be in a place of security, a place of comfort, and most importantly, a place of knowing. So when these things are removed because we've been taken out of our comfort zone, we've been brought to a place where we don't know what's going on. It doesn't look familiar. It's not our norm. It's not our constant. We are left in a situation where now we are in position for God to make himself available, for us to reach out to him, for us to seek out from him the things that need to happen in order for us to be brought back into that place of comfort and knowing. And one would say or suggest that in this place or space of being taken out of your comfort zone, in this space of trial and tribulation where pressures are being applied because the goal is to effectuate a change that works to make you a more complete person and a more complete vessel for God, the thought would be that when we're brought out of our comfort zones and put into a place or space of discomfort or unknowing that this is the time where we lean more heavily into God because as believers, we're trusting in him to cover and keep us and to keep us secure, to give us direct direction and to give us guidance, this is a place and space where our faith should begin to increase because now we are in a situation where what may have provided comfort or what we may have allowed to provide comfort or may even not have realized was providing comfort and had somehow began to replace the role that God is supposed to serve in our lives has now been removed. And so the tendency here or the idea here should be that we lean more into the father and look back to him and begin to nurture and develop our faith from whatever place it is at this particular point and grow it. And of course, we know even here that the only way that we can grow our faith, right? You've been put in this trial and tribulation, which takes you into a place that you're uncomfortable with, right? You, you've been taken out of your comfort zone. So now you are in a situation where you are looking back to God. You're looking to God rather to give you guidance, to give you direction, to give you insight, right? And so you begin to work your faith. 
You begin to work it in a new way because you're being challenged in a different way. And so now you are required to exercise your faith in a new way. You are required to stretch it in a new way. You are required to govern it in a new way. You are required to exercise it in a new way. And in this exercise of faith, in this state of uncomfortableness, in this state of lack of familiarity, where we are required to exercise a different type of faith, a new type of faith, a faith that we have not exercised before this point because we have never been in this situation before, we are then working not only our faith, but we are also looking to work what is that piece called perseverance. Because in that moment where you are working your faith, you are trusting and believing God to bring you out of this space that is now uncomfortable for whatever reason and bring you back into a space of comfort. And so here lies the question as to how long do you stay in this place and unfamiliarity? Really, that is a question for God to answer. Really, the time that you remain in this space at the end of the day is really up to you. And the reason why I say that is because if God is trying to effectuate a change in you and he wants something to be modified or adjusted, until that occurs, you will stay in the place that you are in. And so the longer that you are in this space required to exercise your faith in a new way, the more you are leaning toward persevering in the moment and staying in faith. And of course, we know that as we continue to persevere, as we continue to work our faith until such time is that adjustment has come about that God is desiring, we are still yet and still working toward becoming a more mature and complete person in him. Because in that moment of exercising faith, in that moment of exercising this new type of faith that you've never had to exercise before. And in that moment of staying in this place until such time as God has brought you to where he wants you to be and effectuated that change in you that he was seeking to, to begin with, you are persevering. You are maturing. Your faith is growing because the longer you stay there, the longer it takes, the more you lean in and God's not going to move you until he's ready to move you. And the thing that he puts you there to accomplish is accomplished. He's not going to move you until you have matured to the point that he's desiring for you to mature at this particular moment. And so sticking with this, this whole concept that the uncomfortableness forces us or causes us as believers to lean into God more, to trust him more, to exercise faith more, which begins to work our perseverance because we are seeking to persevere through our faith through this moment. It kind of takes me to the second point that I wanted to make about the whole idea or concept of the fact that in order to effectuate a change, there will be an inevitable level of discomfort necessary that is associated with that change and even more importantly, needed for the change to occur. That tangential part, that's part two rather, point two rather, really is just to reinforce the whole idea that as we grow in faith in this state of uncomfortableness, as we grow in faith in this state of unfamiliarity, what's really happening on the inside of us is the effectuation of a change in how we think. Because as you recall, at the very beginning of my broadcast, at the very beginning of when I started talking about 
The whole idea of being a believer and, and working to perfect or working to improve rather our relationship and walk with God. The whole idea that you cannot do this without working on your faith and making sure that your faith is intact and understanding that faith is guided and controlled by how we think it is inevitable to not conclude rather it would be ridiculous or a little absurd rather to not conclude or draw the conclusion that as we are growing and increasing our faith in this state of uncomfortableness that is being put there or placed there in order to effectuate the change that God is wanting us to make that our faith is also being impacted which means our mindset is also being impacted and of course understanding that our faith is dictated by how we think, the discomfort or uncomfortableness that is necessary to effectuate a change is really geared toward changing the way you think about a particular thing. Understanding that our faith derives from our thinking and how we think dictates everything else. It dictates what we say. It dictates what we do. It dictates how we respond. And if God is trying to effectuate a change in either or any of those areas of our lives, it has to start with how we think. It has to start with our faith. It has to start with our belief because our faith is connected directly to how we think. And it serves as the head of everything else that takes place after that. And it sets the stage and it sets the conditioning and it sets the tone for the walk and talk of a believer. So if we are able to get to a place where we truly understand that change is an inevitable part of life, that we will be required to change. Whether it is a physical change or not, it is an inevitable part of life. And in our spiritual walk and journey with God, it would be very difficult to come to the conclusion or assume that this change that is an inevitable part of life would not somehow impact our spiritual growth and development as well. There's no way that we can go through this life and function as individuals and function as believers without there being some level of assumption or expectation rather that change is bound to occur. And so if we understand that change even in our spiritual lives, in our spiritual walks with God is inevitable and it will be necessary because the goal is to grow and to grow closer then we should also understand that we cannot have a spiritual journey or a spiritual experience without being likewise subjected to moments and periods in that walk where we will be tested, where pain and pressure will be applied, where trials will take place that cause a level of discomfort that is necessary to effectuate the changes that God may be wanting us to make at that specific point in our respective journeys. So I say that to say, believers, don't be afraid of the trials. Don't be afraid of the pressure. Don't be afraid of the pain that you may run into as you are walking out life 
and simultaneously walking to improve your relationship with God, remembering and recalling that change is an inevitable part of life and understanding that it is God's desire that we continually evolve as believers, we must still in faith trust that if God is subjecting us to a level of pain or pressure or a trial or even a tribulation, it is not without cause. It is not without intention and it is not without the intent to bring about a greater level of revelation, not only in him, but to work to improve and increase our level of faith in him. And more importantly, to effectuate a change that must happen, that needs to happen in order for us to be made more whole and complete in him. So as I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. We change to grow. We grow to mature and we mature to possess. In order to possess, we must be matured to the point where we are capable of possession itself. Journey to fulfillment in Christ is about the possession of his promise and purpose for us. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions. 